Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. This is your host, Light, Light-Fingered Thief. And here I'm joined by Logar. Hello, I am Logar the Barbarian. Or is it Logar the Dice Roller? Logar the Dicebert. <laughs> just how, make it. how many dice do you, do you have in your possession, Logar? I don't know. So uh, right now what I brought to this table, I have a set of dice that's been sitting at the desk because I've been playing with them. And they're a more recent set. And I picked them up at, at I, I will tell you the name. Uh, um, Did you pick them up online? Yeah. Was it called Viridian Dice or something like that? Yeah. Viridian. Viridian. V-I-R-I-D-I-A-N Gaming and dot com. And they have these, I've been picking up these little, like they're translucent and they got little flowers in them. So they're really pretty. Oh, nice. And I really like them. Um, I, I appreciate the dice I've been getting them. They're some of my better rolling dice. But I also brought my OG DM set, which dates back to sometime... Probably I started putting this together in the early 90s. It's it's all purple. It's got the dice bag that the inside is like a uh, teal. The outside yep. has embroidery of of uh, of the bag. It's got embroidery of butterflies. And it's just purple dice of all shapes and sizes from years. Some lean pinkish, some lean bluish, but it's just a big purple set. You even got the peacock ones in there, you know. Nice. <laughs> now we also have our uh, MCC dice, which are all the uh, non-traditional polyhedron. Well, here's the thing: like my MCC die, like 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 the purple set, my red set. I've got a big bag red set. This is just those cheap bags, those that you, the bigger cheap bags you buy at the game store now that are everywhere. Um, they all have all those, most of those different DCC dice from various sets. I've got like a gem science set. Oh, I need to buy myself a gem science set. Well, that, that, well, the, I don't know. You might not be able to find the one that's in my purple set of those weird ones because it's from like 20 years ago, man. (laughs) I don't know if that's still sold or not. It's pretty old, the set that I have. No, no. I just need to get a set of. You know, yeah, precision carved and gem science dice. Yeah, they got they got, and then I brought I've got a big blue set with all this stuff, but then I've got two sets here that I brought that are different than the rest. The first set consists of just six sided dice, and it's one of the bigger, like the bigger bags that they sell is just anywhere. Yeah, I have a big bag of D6 as well, too, for the D6 games that we've had. So I've got five different colors in here and a set of each, and I can't remember how much came in a set. I think it may have been like a nine or a dozen or something per these sets i could probably count this and tell you well no so i was trying to remember why i bought like a bunch of d6 for which d6 game i was playing i don't remember if it was uh was it burning wheel i forget there was at one point that i bought like a huge bag of d6 games so we want yeah. to talk a little bit about games that only use a d6 versus all the other crazy polyhedron uh dice well it, it, they Here's the thing. I do think that people have an aversion to D6-based role-playing games, and I have often in the past. And when I discovered the Year Zero engine, I was off the hook with this. I love this. That's when I went out and bought all these different colored dice I'm sitting here putting in a bag as I'm recording. (laughs) You're going to get the sound of my dice in the background, probably. But I bought all these D6s because of the Year Zero engine, and I really liked it, and I wanted those different colored D6s to use with it. I also have a smaller bag that's just free league, like some random odds and sods of free league D6s where they have like little icons on them. Like some of them are from Mutant Year Zero. Some of them are from one of the Tales from the Loop and stuff like that. So like the ones and the sixes and stuff have special little 
symbols on them and stuff that correlate with the game. Right. So Free League uses a D6 system. I think Gumshoe does. Uh, I think Traveler. Shooter System does. GURPS. Traveler. I haven't played Traveler, so I can't speak for that. <laughs> Traveler uses a D6. It, 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 you got that 2D6 roll that you do for the check. Yep. So there's quite a few systems out there that are using a D6 versus the um, traditional. Well, there's a whole D20. You know. So, do you have an aversion to playing a game where we're not using the polyhedron dice and we're just using the six-sided dice, like from the Nazi <laughs> or the Nazi, the Yahtzee? He said Nazi. We don't play with Nazis. We fuck the Yahtzee. We, like we fuck the Nazis. We break them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I personally do not have an aversion to D six, depending on how it's used. Right. So, if we use only one or one or two dice, then I'm a little bit, you know annoyed about that because that's a little bit too simplistic for me but if you do like say 10 of them then i'm then i'm all in oh so I no guess... we gotta roll massive amounts of, of d6s for yeah it. If we roll a massive amount of d6s then i'm all for that but if it's only like say two dice then i think that limits the game a little bit perhaps but you know that's my point of view on the games that we've been playing so far I, I I like what I've seen from like Cepheus Deluxe and Traveler where the idea is to roll a 2d6 over a certain number. Uh, that's been interesting. And uh, that, that's a large, largely what we've been messing with with our game is that 2d6 based thing. And I, I it's and w- one thing we added was advantage and disadvantage where you build up. Well, if you get enough advantages, you can be rolling up to like five, like four or five sixes at once and dropping them or having to, you know, the lowest or something like that. So I don't know how that'll actually play out in game, but I'm about to find out. <laughs> We're going to test it. I guess it really depends on the type of game as well, too, because I'm okay with 2d6 if you have, like, skills and attributes that can add to the uh, role of the 2d6 for some type of dice challenge. But then I guess it depends on the game because, you know, some superhero games where you're going to be super-powered, it's hard to keep everything captured within just a 2d6 <laughs> yeah well the Bro. thing too like i think people just like to roll 20-sided dice and the odd shaped dice they're pretty they're neat they look cool and game and there's something like looking at those old dice when you were first getting them I, I get it it's like ooh, neat this is this is different than what i've seen before when i was younger and um, rolling them seem mysterious and like like exciting <laughs> there was a yeah so from a fun factor standpoint yeah certainly i enjoy rolling all the these whatever 20s and d12s and oddball shaped dice but from a mechanics game mechanic standpoint you know my, my personal preference is a part of d100 system a percentile system because it's, it's ah, logical <laughs> so there we go now that's the one that i've got i went out and bought just a set of all black dice for for a d100 just for when those games are but i don't have a bag that's just d100s those got dumped into my red and black set yeah, yeah, my my D10s or D100s are, are mixed in as well, too. But if you're talking about game mechanics standpoint, I would prefer a D100 system because, you know, as a percentile, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> I I appreciate some D100 mechanics here and there. Call of Cthulhu is a good game to play, and it's a D100 system. Uh, Palladian uses the similar system with their skills, a D100 percentile system. I like it. Doing percentiles easy. You have to roll over or under. And I always liked what Palladium did, or, or not Palladium, but Chaosium did with s- raising skills, where you yep. check your skills by rolling under, and then if you've used them, you can check them by rolling over. And if you roll over after using them in that session, then you can add a 1d10 to mm-hmm. it. Yep. That's always been one of my favorite skill systems and ways to advance skills. I, I actually, years ago, I used this, I like 
hobbled together a skill system just taking off of that uh chaosium call of cthulhu skill system and put it in ad and d <laughs> yeah i mean it, it, it's very logical it, it works you can you know earn your way to improvements versus getting automatic improvements so for me i much prefer the chaosium d100 system or the other d100 system out there but that said you know i'm not opposed to doing a d6 system i mean well, there's and these six systems work very differently too. Like you got the 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 year zero engine where you roll a lot of sixes, like you roll four or five, six sixes, and if a six pops up, you have a success. Right. And then you have the type of system where you're like rolling to check over a a number that you have to hit or go roll under with your sixes. Right. Um. So there's a, there's a very different approach to how those systems go between something like Traveler or Cepheus Deluxe and like Year Zero and how they use the six-sided dice. I'm less familiar with a lot of other D6-based games. Didn't, doesn't um, Shadowrun use a D6-based game, or am I mistaken? Um, I haven't played Shadowrun, but I think you are right that they do use a D6-based system. I have, but it's been it's been since, like, oh my goodness, it's been 25 years probably since no, I but to play like, Shadowrun. Uh, you know, West End Games when they were still around was did a lot of D six with the old oh, Star yeah. Wars and Ghostbusters games back in the eighties. Yeah, they did the that Star Wars game. I've got some of the I've got the original. Well, I've got a couple different editions of it. I've got two of the West End, the original uh, couple books, and then a second edition, and then I've got the Fantasy Flight stuff. Uh, yeah, I I don't know the Fantasy Flight. I'm not familiar with that one. If they if they have a a D6 system or not. Well, Fantasy Flight does not. It uses its own unique dice. Now, you can use a regular polyhedron set and look on a chart what it rolled, but I think you probably want to buy the dice that are unique for it, for it to kind of do its thing. Right. Um, it, It's got little symbols and logos that pop up that mean different things. And honestly, I don't understand the system entirely. I would love to play it. I don't know if I want to run it. I would kind of like to run it after I've played it a few times either from the starter boxes or from someone else doing it and me getting my head wrapped around the right. mechanics of it but i coming up wrapping my head around the mechanics of it before i play and read through the book i feel i'd rather do a test play before doing that well it's easier to be a player than a game master obviously when, when running a new system was to get your feet wet but you know i'm trying to think i think fate uses a well, Fate uses his own hmm. dice, but it's based off a D D six shape, I think. Yeah, just like the Fantasy Flight stuff, they put up their own dice. There's they put up their own dice. Negatives. I was negatives. Yeah, I was. I was just reading the Fate book recently. I, 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 I would. That's another one I'd like to play in it before I would run it. Like Fate, someone may just run me through a game or two of Fate and show me how this works. Right, I would run that. Yeah, so. You know, I guess for a lot of us, we get excited rolling the D20 because, you know, a one is a critical fail and a 20 is a critical success. So we've done it so much. I guess it's exciting for us. I mean, uh, sometimes the familiar game mechanics that I've ran with like AD&D or BX and all that stuff, I just know the system and mechanics and I like running it because it's just simple and easy. It's that well, simple. I don't have to learn anything new. <laughs> that's because we're familiar with it. That's why it's simple. It may not exactly. be simple to other. It may exactly. not be simple to new people, but it's simple to us because we've been playing it for twenty plus years. Exactly. I guess the uh, other one is um, some systems you use a dice chain. So. Oh you know, yeah, you go up so and down steps. You, like so you the go dice... up on, exactly. So you go up and down steps. You know, you start start with a D four all the way up to a D twenty if you're an expert. 
That's what so. Grok does something similar, but I wouldn't call it a dice chain. They do. Um, you got different dice attributed to different attributes, and you roll those dice attributed to those attributes. And then they have like a push mechanic, which is interesting, where you can roll more than you actually have, but you're going to put some strain on yourself and trying to accomplish it. And you can add right. that to your previous roll. So, but you get a negative there when you're doing that. Yeah. So, you know, I appreciate the dice chain system as well too, but. If you play dice chain systems, you need to make sure you own all the polyhedrals as well, too, versus a... It's not hard to get a set of polyhedrals in the 21st century. <laughs> I know, but... In the but, U.S., but, at least. Look, like I said, I'm thinking about if somebody was going to play an RPG for the first time, what are they going to have at their house? They're probably going to have some D6s from some board game, and they're probably going to have a deck of cards. Um, I'd say in this day and age, polyhedron dice aren't that uncommon, and there might be quite a few people that have that set. Because if they're going to try to play, they've probably started looking in and may have ordered a set online or picked it up at a store hoping to play. But I could be wrong. You're probably, I don't know. Well, again, we're, we're talking about the first-time player. <laughs> you know, first-time player. You know, the most first-time first player, players I've met have been have been buying stuff and reading stuff for a while. Now, that may be an old-school thing. We're just running into people who are getting into it and not having anyone to play with, <laughs> but I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, that yeah, could if be. If you're introducing somebody to it, there are probably a lot of people without the polyhedron set. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hazard that most people <laughs> don't don't have a polyhedron set at their house. But, like you said, maybe the newer generation is a little bit different. People are doing more research and buying stuff ahead of time. But um, I've, always, I've always have extra dice for when people come over. I, that's why I have so many dice sets, too. I've, I'm constantly. So if you're going to be playing for the first time with me, don't worry about dice or anything like that. I've got everything you need to play. If you can come over and play, play. Oh, yeah. I, I don't share dice. <laughs> I've got sharing sets, and I've got not sharing sets. I've got oh, quite okay, a few that's, different ones. Uh, some I prefer not to share. The DM set, the big purple set, is a no-no. Please don't roll those ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like I got my personal set because you know I got my gravity dice, and then I got my um, you know the the fuck you fuck me dice as well too. So there's some dice that I just use for myself. <laughs> yeah, I I like I've got like quite a few sets that are that I, they're color coded. Uh, I got the red and black one, the green one, a blue one, um, my translucent flowers ones. I've got my purple set. Now my purple set is the DM only. And my flower set's mine only, too. But the blue one, the green one, the red one, the red and black one, those ones you tend to be like table dice for folks to use. Right. And I have a few smaller sets, too, floating around that are less impressive. <laughs> no, but, you know, so from all the games that we played, you know, I with we mentioned MCC, DCC, uh, where you have all the, uh, you know, oddball-shaped D3s, D7s, D24s, D30s. I mean, I think those add a little bit of variety to the game, but I think it can also get complicated when you're looking at tables and you're trying to figure out which dice you got to pull out. Well, I think it also depends on the game you're playing too. Like, like, like when they introduce those, like DCC does have a lot of tables you got to flip through, but that's kind of part of the game. That's part of the game the itself. Tables, you flip yeah. through the tables, yeah. So, yeah, and try to figure out, oh, where am I rolling on here? What do I got to roll on here? I could, I could get a, you know, this through this. And uh, having more dice or a stranger number of dice can often lead to a better result when you're rolling, et cetera, et cetera. It's chart heavy, it's table heavy, but it's cool. It's fun. No, we're about in, oh, are, are, are we out of time already? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're at we've hit our, we've hit our time. We've hit it. Oh no! <laughs> but what do you think? How do you feel about D six only system? What do you think about the the using all the twenties and everything else? Let us know. <laughs> uh, yeah, let us know. I mean, personally, for me, it, it depends on the game mechanics. I'm okay with the uh, 
all D6 or all polyhedro or D100, as long as the game mechanics can uh, cover all the situations that we need. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook, search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at Logar Crom. We're on Patreon. We could really use the support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. Even if they're only D6s.